Hello and welcome to the Tennis Menu's Daily French Open show. It's the draw preview like we did for the US Open, but we split it up into two because we thought, why not have some more fun and give you guys some more content over more days. Uh, Val Febo here with you for the tennismenu.com. Enter the tennismenu.com for the, an annual subscription to the Tennis Menu for only just 99 90 US for over 600 tennis specific drill videos within the technical toolkit. There's plenty on there. Mark Sifilis, the man that joins me uh, on Zoom, has done such a wonderful job. Mark, hashtag Mark for PM. We're still going with that. How are you? I'm very well, Val, and uh, obviously great to be back. I'm uh, you know, looking forward to my campaign for being PM here uh, in Australia. So I'm looking forward to that, but uh, not as much as I'm looking forward to the French Open this uh, this week. And obviously the men's side of the draw was stacked and we looked at that yesterday and it was incredible. Um, today we look at the women's side and how you know impressive this draw is. Obviously there's a lot more of the top players playing this week than there was at the US Open. So really excited to dissect it with both you guys and yeah, looking forward to a, two, a good two weeks ahead. Very excited. And Joel Frucci, my right-hand man on break point. Joel, wouldn't be the same without you. How are you? Yeah, I'm going okay, Val. Very excited. As Mark said, this women's draw is very, very exciting indeed. So let's get stuck into it. The women's draw, guys, look, again, you can throw a blanket over this entire draw and then who comes out the winner, we still don't know. Um, even when the winner does happen, we're some, <laughs> I'm not sure how it's happened, but it does happen. So Simona Hallett, the top seed, Look, for me at the moment, she's the out-and-out favourite to win this tournament, just the way that she's played on the clay. She'll take on Sara Soribes Tormo in the opening round, the Spaniard. Um, Arena Camelia Begu, bit of a, a bit of a dangerous floater for the second round. Fellow Romanian of Halep, Cece Bellis and Bernardo Perra, Battle of the Young Americans in the opening round. And then Amanda Anasimova, last year's semi-finalist, had a real chance to go through to the final, um, was up a set and a break on Ash Barty in that semi-final. So really interesting to see where she's placed a third round prospect against Simona Halep. Diana Yastremska against Daria Gavrilova. That's an interesting one in itself. Gavrilova, former top 20 player coming back from injury in her first slam back. Yastremska obviously hasn't had a great year splitting with her coach, um, Sasha Bajin after the U S open. And I do want to ask you about this when we get this quarter underway, Mark. Um, Anna Kalinskaya against Eugenie Bouchard. Um, this, this one's really interesting as well. Bouchard, former French semi-finalist. There's also a lot of good pedigree in this draw here. Marquette von Drasova as well. So two of last year's final four at the French Open. Actually, three of the semi-finalists at last year's French Open are in this draw, right, uh, in this quarter of the draw. So Conta von Drasova and Anna Samova. Barty, the only one there. She wouldn't be in the tournament. She's not in the tournament. Um, so this is really just, this is huge. She'll take on Coco Gauff in the first round, which is, again, a really tough matchup. Shelby Rogers there. Maria Sakari against Isla Tomjanovic as well in this section of the draw. Svetlana Kuznetsova against Anastasia Pavlachenkova in the opening round. Monica Puig there as well, Olympic gold medalist and rounding it out. Former French Open semi-finalist Kiki Burtons against Katerina Zavatska of Ukraine. I'm exhausted. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's not predict anything here. Let's just go, well, this is going to be good tennis because uh, it, it is. I think you, you're 100% correct. It, unbelievable part of the draw. Stacked to the max. Uh, who gets through this? Who knows? I, I'm a big Hallett fan, and I think she's probably the, the informed player in this part of the draw. I really like Maria Sakari. I think Tom Yanovich is one player that you just don't know what she's going to bring, though. She could possibly come out and pull out all stops and just swing like she does and the balls go in on the, on the slower surface. And she may even hurt her. But, you know, who knows from this part of the draw. But Simona Hallett, for me, is the one that I'm going to put my, uh, 
not my house on because you can't put a house on female players at this stage of uh, being any tournament. So uh, Simona Halep definitely is one player I'm looking at as, as being really challenging to beat. Form player, uh, she's fresh, she's ready, uh, she prepared for this, didn't go to the US Open to be ready for this one as well. So uh, I think she's the one to beat in this part of the draw. Well, Tom Yanovich can get to play Anna Kalinskaya in the fourth round or quarterfinal, whenever it is. It'll be the Nick Kyrgios Cup. Both of them have uh, <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> um, whoever wins that gets bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. That's a good one. Right there. Um, Sue Say also in this draw as well. So she's a great player um, from Taiwan. So she she offers up some quirky game styles as well. So this one, Joel, look, I've got absolutely no clue. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, can you add anything to try and help listeners predict or viewers predict what is actually going to happen? Uh, well, no, not really. I can, uh, I can offer more to make it harder. Uh, if, uh, if if that makes things any better, but um, no, I mean, but like, I mean, seriously though, like you look at some of the other names in this quarter, like Iga Swiatek, Jill Teekman, who I think will play some really good tennis, Monica Puig, who can deliver anything, Cece Ballas, Camilla Georgie, um, and also I, I, I love this lady. She's Camilla's in there too, yep, yeah. and and this lady as well. I think she's an absolute marvel. She really is. Svetlana Kuznetsova. Yeah, she she is just incredible. She is an unbelievable athlete. Tough match first up against uh, Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova, but that works both ways too. Mm. Um, that's a that's a really really fascinating match. Um, but look, overall, I think um, you know there's obviously a lot of uh, really interesting names in this quarter, but I think certainly Simona Halep's um, is the one that stands out in terms of being the favourite. She's just playing uh, some unbelievable tennis. Uh, of course. Uh, one in Rome uh, over Carolina Pliskova in, in the final. Six love won uh, that first set. Obviously, Carolina was uh, a little bit hampered and uh, ends up retiring. But, uh, geez, you can only beat who's in front of you. And Simona was just in some unbelievable nick in that match. So, she's just she's looking fantastic. Yep. It's, well, look, there's an Olympic gold medalist. There's uh, Kuznetsova, a Grand Slam champion. Halep, a Grand Slam champion. Uh, Bouchard, a Grand Slam finalist. Burton's a Grand Slam semi-finalist, Conta Grand Slam semi-finalist, quarter-finalist in Pavlochenkova and Gorf. Um, it's just a Marquette Vondrasova Grand Slam finalist. And yeah, it, it is absolutely stacked. So this this draw is so, so, so exciting. And, and I'm really looking forward to seeing when this day is because and when these quarter plays because I reckon you'd have about six or seven screens on the one laptop or TV, whatever you can, and watching all of them at once and trying the old ESPN mold, which does not work at all. <laughs> but we'll move on. And Mark, just before we do get to the second quarter, real quick, changing coaches just before a Grand Slam or just before a tournament that's happened with Vavrinka. It happened with uh, Yastrzemska and Sasha Bajin. Now it's happened with Johanna Konta. Talk us through how that can come about just before a slam. And, and is it really awkward timing? It is extremely awkward. Um, it can work in both ways, though. It could be, you know, something that frees up the player to say, hey, I'm allowed to play the way I want to play. Um, or it could be, oh, they've got no direction. So it, it's probably, you know, it ends up being whoever can really handle it the best. Joanna Conz is an interesting one. She, she split with her coach uh, during the COVID break and then trialled um, Thomas Hogstead uh, for a few weeks and they just did not click on both ends and it was a mutual agreement to not continue to work together. Uh, the, the interesting one, Stan Vavrenka and uh, Magnus Norman. Uh, yeah. Magnus, yeah, Magnus Norman? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I had to think, then I had a bit of a blank. But, you know, I think that's a really interesting one because they've had such success over a long period of time and they've just come out of the COVID break. I mean, could this have happened, you know, pre-COVID, during COVID, and then he could have started a new relationship with another coach? It's really weird. But, yeah, I, I'm interested to see that the Sasha Bayan one's a really interesting one because he, he did screw himself over and shoot himself in the foot with a bad, badass tweet. Uh, that was pretty bad <laughs> on his behalf. Um, tweeting, tweeting that Osaka was the better player on the day, beating his player um, in the tournament. And, you know, his player then came back and said, well, hang on a second. I thought in your eyes I was always the best player. And, you know, it was, a, it was almost a Twitter war between a coach and player. And, that was a very, very poor um, bit of behaviour. Probably, probably Sasha should know that in, in the female game, you cannot even speak to another female, let alone tweet another female, okay? So you cannot in, engage in that conversation. And he's been around long enough to know that. You can't sit at a table. You can't make eye contact with anybody else except for your player. And you've got to keep them the, the forefront of your mind. And they are the queen, the princess, whoever you want to be. You have to make sure they feel like that. And he has made a big boo-boo in doing what he did. And obviously, they uh, have, have split just prior to this tournament, which is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's not very good. Not very good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, look, it's something that, you know, you've got to have those conversations in private, don't you? It's yep. just it's so stupid. It yep. is so stupid. Look, I don't know. <laughs> um, let, let's move on because it, it, it's just, it, it's dumbfounding the fact that that happened over social media. In this day and age, you'd think people would be smarter, but oh well. Um, the second quarter of the draw, Alina Spitalina makes her Grand Slam return, the third seed against Barbara Grosheva of Russia. Uh, also in this draw, Madison English will take on Ekaterina Alexandrova, uh, the Aussie there, and again gets a seed at a Grand Slam. So not not great for her. She wouldn't be too happy, but she'll relish the challenge, I think. Uh, Alexandrova, the 27 seed. Annette Contevate and Caroline Garcia, the, uh, well, Garcia, former world number six, very dangerous floater. Contevate, a very, very good player, though. Alexandra Sasnovich, also a dangerous floater in this draw. Margarita Gasparayan takes on Elise Mertens in Beautiful. the round. That is, that's a tough one. Mertens, um, the slower conditions might not help her as much with the pace that she lacks on the ball. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with her tournament. Victoria Azarenka, well, what a tournament she had at the US Open making the final. Arguably should have won that in the end against, uh, against Osaka being up a set and a break. But Osaka did such a great job to come back and win that. She'll take on Danka Kavinic. She could take on Venus in the second round, Azarenka. And they played in the opening round of Rome, Azarenka getting through that one in a tight, tight match. Um, and then Yulia Putintseva as well. Glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Um, <laughs> brought it back, Mark. Brought it back for the, uh, for the French Open show. Uh, she'll take on Kirsten Flipkins in the opener. Barbara Stritzeva here as well, former Grand Slam semi finalist. Uh, she's the 32nd seed. Uh, that well, Look, we saw a quarterfinal match between Serena Williams and Svetlana Peronkova at the US Open. Peronkova takes on Petkovic in the first round, but she could take on Serena Williams in the second. So another rematch could be there. And Azarenka v Serena in the fourth round. So <laughs> this match is... well. Look, I don't think Serena's going to do overly well here. Um, just the slower conditions probably won't suit her as much and she'll have to move a lot more players will be able to exploit her movements with the slower conditions. I'm, I'm not sure that she's going to be able to really will her way over the line here, even though she does club the ball harder than any other female that I've ever seen. But um, Joel, I think it's going to be really hard for Serena to get out of this, this quarter. Yeah, I tend to agree, Val. I'm, I'm not going with, uh, with 
Serena for this quarter. A bit of a bit of a mum's club um, in this quarter. Serena, Vika, Zvitana Prokhova. It's great, isn't it? Um, All the mums they got through to the quarters at the US. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But um, yeah, I mean, some interesting names um, in uh, in this quarter as well. Um, should be interesting. I've got a crazy amount of faith in Elise Mertens. I don't quite know why. Um, but look, the player that I think really stands out for me um, in this quarter is Victoria Azarenka. She's just playing some incredible tennis, even on, on the clay. We saw how good she was on hard court um, in Cincinnati and also uh, at the US Open. Really, really good. But um, also, um, I think it was, it was Ryan, wasn't it, that she beat Sophia Cannon, six love, six love, an absolute drubbing. And one thing, one thing that's really caught my eye with Beaker guys um, and I know we've spoken about this in the, in the past, Mark, but when she goes for the sit-down between games, she really does zero in on that mindfulness element and, and actively practices it, practices it. She closes her eyes, sits there, and there was a great shot of her at one change of ends where she sat there and a bug crawled across her face and she didn't even flinch. I mean, that is, that is just... I cannot imagine practicing that any better and, and, and benefiting more from it. Yeah, absolutely. She's definitely um, taken a leaf out of the, the book of Bloodsport with Van Damme. If you ever saw that movie mm-hmm. and how, how present-minded he was being taught to be. And she's, uh, she's incredible the way she does that. She switches off at the change of ends, basically just gets her presence and her, and her breathing back to, to being with, I guess, control um, and gets ready for the next game. But she's incredible. Her, her tennis, since coming back from having a child, is just absolutely phenomenal. And you know, we did talk about the Mums Club in the in the US Open, Val, and it was one of our big points that we did mention is, you know, do they have a different perspective on life and tennis now that they've actually been able to be out of the game um, and see it from a different perspective? And Ash Barty went through that going to cricket. And, you know, is it important for players, which I think it is, to, to step back and, and move away from the game that you've spent so much time as a player playing to be able to see what other people see? And I think that's a, a really critical moment. And um, I, I do agree. I think Azarenka is the player to beat in that part of the draw. Look, Serena's, Serena's going to be thereabouts. You know, if she's playing a, a, even close to her best tennis, she'll be up around the mark. But I think there's a bit of a dangerous floater, even though she hasn't done anything past the quarterfinal of a slam yet in terms of the French Open. Yulia Patintseva on clay is actually quite a good yeah. competitor. Um, and, you know, as, as you, you've mentioned, the Kazakhstani, um, if she gets through to the final, you've obviously said that you're going to wear the other uh, mankini again, which is great. But oh. actually, <laughs> words in your mouth, am I? Sorry. Um, <laughs> I a bet. But I did not say that. Actually, you know, she's not getting through to the final. Yeah, go with that. Go with that. All right. Now, look, she's, she's actually a really good competitor. So it'd be interesting to see. She's made two quarterfinals at the French Open 2016 and 18. Be interesting to see if she can get through. But Azarenka, obviously, is a standout in that part of the draw and absolutely playing incredible tennis. Made mince meat of Sophia Kennan, um, as you said. And, and I think, you know, she's going to be a very hard player to beat. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, it's a, a, a Azarenka and Halep. Um, semi-final will be an incredible match. Huge. Kai Kanepi also a dangerous floater in this section mm. of the draw. Move quickly through to the third quarter of this French Open women's draw. Alvarina Sabalenka, the, the screaming Belarusian, get, uh, well, we saw it happen at the US Open, a double, a double grunting match, which we discussed in that US Open, if you want to refer back. I think it was what, day three or something where we discussed grunting yep. and why you teach it, Mark. It was a great yep. chat. You can see that at thetennismenu.com. I did a, I did a piece on your wonderful quotes there. Um, so, Arena Sabalenka against Jessica Pagula, the number eight seed there. Daria Kasatkina, very dangerous, 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 dangerous photo, if I can get more dangerouses in there. Um, yeah. yeah, very, <laughs> very. 
as dangerous as a brown snake getting uh well she'll take on harmony tan the french wild card um on also there who our great friend uh, shane leonage works with uh jennifer brady the 21st seed us open semi-finalist she could take on danielle collins in the second round christina pliskova also there but gabinia muguruza the rome semi-finalist she is as dangerous as anything the 11th seed it's going to take a lot to stop her at this tournament. Alina Rubikina there as well, the Kazakh 14th seed. She'll take on Serana Kostaya in the first round. That's a really, really difficult matchup. Carolina Muchova, do you reckon she's got much of a chance? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I did it. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone's got much over her anyway, so um, we'll see what we go. <laughs> Christina McHale in the opener, Donna Vekic. Uh, the 26-seed Croatian also there as well. Alison Van Wheatbank and Rebe- Rebecca Peterson. Interesting first-round matchup. Australian Open champion uh, Sabia Cannon uh, rounds out the, the the third quarter of the draw against uh, Ludmilla Samsonova. Every time I see that name, I think of Dumb and Dumber when they read tonight out on the suitcase. Um, <laughs> um, but look, uh, there's one name in this section of the draw that stands out and that her name has a Spanish flag next to it. And it is Gabinia Muguruza. I think the way that she played in Rome and the way that her ment- uh, and her mental strength, she's won this tournament before. She's going to be very difficult to beat. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I think Muguruza is, is one that's probably up in lights with uh, Halep, obviously, and Azarenka are the two other ones. But, um, yeah, she's definitely a player that is going to be hard to beat in this uh, tournament. It's going to be very interesting. I really like Jennifer Brady. I haven't seen her play enough on clay to be able to make a to make a really definitive um, call on her. But the weapons she possesses, she could play um, some incredible tennis and really pop the ball. It's just whether or not her movement on the clay court is going to be a big factor. I'm not really sure. I haven't seen her on clay enough. So you know, she's someone that obviously came through at the U.S. Open. Incredible match player, uh, big forehand, big serve. She can pretty much hurt anyone. So I think she's a she's a dangerous one. I'm not really sure yet. And obviously, Sophia Cannon winning Grand Slam already is always going to be thereabouts in the, and talking about her. But her match against Azarenka last week wasn't one that you're probably going to be looking, you know, to, to say she's coming into this with any form. So uh, let's see what happens from there. But uh, definitely Mogarutho in that part of the draw. Yeah, Joel, are you, do you echo the same sentiments? Or is Sophia Cannon going to surprise everybody and, and replicate what she did maybe in Melbourne? Uh, no, to be honest, though, I don't think so. Actually, I'm not really showing much. I mean, yeah, I'm actually not showing much faith at all in, in Sophia. Um, I, I do like Abinia Muguruza, though. I, I think that's a that's a, a good shout for her progressing out of, out of this quarter. Someone I do really like as well, though, is uh, Alina Rabakina. I actually think she'll make the quarterfinal. Um, she's a, a semi-finalist in, in Strasbourg. Of course, that tournament is still going on. It's no doubt a fast turnaround for her um, and all the players that are still involved in that tournament, like an Alina's, Alina's Vitalina, for example. But um, I've uh, really liked what I've seen from her. So I'm going to take a bit of a punt and, and say that uh, she'll reach the quarterfinals. Yep, not a, not a bad shout. And Saranika stay a really tough first-round draw for her. So fingers crossed we can see a couple of three-setters go the distance here. Of course, the French Open still the only slam with the advantage final set where you still have to win by a two. It's not ended by a tiebreak. One of the only things the French Open does better than any of the other slams, and that's only just come about over the over the recent years. But, um, yeah, it's it's I, I still love that tradition of the advantage fifth set. So fingers crossed that stays 
at the French. They are crazy in a lot of ways. So fingers crossed we keep it that way. The final quarter of the draw, Petra Kvitova, the seven seed against Oshan Dodin, uh, the young Frenchman. I think Petra will be a bit too strong there. Uh, Magda Lynette, the 31st seed here. Angelique Kerber also here. She'll take on Kaya Juvan of Slovenia. Um, she, uh, look, Kerber, I'm not sure about on the clay. The slower conditions might help her. Madison Keys, the 12th seed against Zhang Shui. Keys, very, very hard striker of the ball. Not sure what the conditions will do for her game. Petra Martic, the 13th seed. She was 8th seed for the US Open and slipped 5 with more players participating at the French. She'll take on Masaki Doi, um, who played really well against Naomi Osaka in the opening round of the US Open as well. Christina Mladenovic former US, uh, French Open quarterfinals. She's a dangerous floater, taking on Laura Siegmund. Uh, Alison Risk, rich, risky matchup for her against Julia Georgette. <laughs> um, that was actually, I actually didn't even think, it, uh, I usually try and do that pun, but that actually wasn't intended then. So, yes, <laughs> former top 10 players. It's a very tough matchup. Um, and then Sloane Stevens, former French Open finalist against Vitalia Dyachenko of Russia. And then Carolina Pliskova, the second seed. But in this section of the draw, we've got Kvitova, Grand Slam champion. We've got Kerber, Grand Slam champion. We have Keys, Grand Slam finalist. We have uh, Sloane Stevens, Grand Slam champion. We have Yelena Ostapenko, Grand Slam champion. Carolina Pliskova, Grand Slam finalist and former world number one. So another stacked quarter of this draw. And Joel, we'll start with you. Where do you see this one going? Uh, I see a couple of power players really doing well here. Petra Kvitova and Carolina Pliskova. I think those two ladies are probably, uh, I guess, a little bit above um, the others. Uh, maybe Madison Keys could be someone that challenges. She's got a, a tough matchup first up, though, against Zhang Shui, uh, who is really dangerous. Someone that I potentially see making some real inroads in this quarter, though, and I wouldn't be surprised if she gets far is uh, Alize Cornet. I think she, I think her game really suits, um, really suits the clay. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw her potentially make the, make the quarterfinals. Yep, not a bad shout. She can, she can always cause a few upsets. And I remember the day she beat Serena at Wimbledon. That was absolutely huge. So her draw's not too bad. It depends on how she negates Madison Keys or Jung Shui mm. in the second round if she gets there. Mark, what are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I think Petra Kvitova is definitely the, the player on this side of the draw to beat. Look, Angelique Kerber, you can never discount. Obviously, she's a competitor. She'll be there. She'll hang in there as much as she needs to. Whether she can pop the ball big enough to be able to hurt on these slow conditions is going to really test her a little bit. Um, I really like Joel's comments around Madison Keys. Zhang Shui is very, very good player, um, although the Chinese don't necessarily like the clay as much. So it'll be interesting to see how she, she handles that. But yeah, definitely Pliskova. You know, at her best, I mean, you, you can't discount the players being world number one, obviously made a Grand Slam final. So, you know, she should be able to get through a couple of rounds, hopefully. And, you know, she's a confidence player. So if, it, if she gets a few wins on the board, who, who knows what she can do. But definitely on this part of the draw, Kvitova is the one to, uh, to probably put your, put your dollars on. But, um, you know, she's a, a very, very good player, good competitor and experienced campaigner too. And I do wonder, just just to, just to nip in, Val, I do wonder if uh, if uh, Pliskova could be in the same sort of camp as Osaka was uh, at the US Open, obviously carrying a bit of a niggle, but um, because she does have that extra day of, of rest, I, I wonder if, if that will if that could be the decisive factor that keeps her going. Maybe, who knows? Uh, it could. I don't know if the clay will suit her as much. I think Madison Keys mm-hmm. is the one to be here. 2018 uh, French Open semi-finalist, US Open finalist in 17, and I think 2016 Australian Open 
semi as well. But we'll go through quarter by quarter again with the picks. Guys, what do we reckon? Joel, we'll start with you this time. Um, your, your draw here, what do you see happening? Yeah, so uh, top quarter, um, I think it's pretty hard, as we've spoken about already, it's pretty hard to look past Simona Halep. I think she'll win that, that quarter. Uh, I think Kiki Burton's might uh, find her way to the quarterfinals. Um, she's a really good player. Obviously, we haven't really seen much of her uh, so far. She didn't play uh, the US wing. But, um, yeah, I think maybe Kiki for uh, that quarter. Um, and in quarter two, um, as I said before, don't know why, but I've got a lot of faith in, in Elise Merton's game. I'm not really sure why. Um, Victoria Azarenka, though, she's the one to beat, certainly. Uh, from quarter two, playing some really, really big tennis. Quarter three, Gabinia Muguruza, as we said, um, hard to, to look past her from there. And Alina Rubikina, I think, is going to make uh, make some inroads uh, there as well. And bottom corner, uh, Petra Kvitova uh, against Karolina Pliskova. I think all up, um, yeah, final, I think, is going to be Simona Hallett and Gabinia Muguruza. Perfect. Mark, what are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I'm pretty pretty similar to Joel. There's no doubt. I think Halep uh, will play as a ranker in a semi-final in that top half of the draw. I don't think there's there's many players that can beat them. Um, I think they're both in great form. Um, players to, They're the players to beat at that side. And obviously in the bottom half, Mergarutha and, and Kvitova uh, will be the other semi. Um, I think the final, again, I'm going to probably be pretty similar to, to Joel, will be Halep and Mergarutha with Halep winning the final um, in, a, in a tight three-set match. It'll be probably 6-4 in the third, very similar to uh, what they played um, previously. So, yeah, it'd be an interesting one. But, um, yeah, I think they're the four players that are probably the informed and experienced players that probably can get through here. Yep. Are we going all three the same winner? I think we are. Simona Hallett for me. I think she's mm. the winner. I reckon Kuznetsova to get through to a quarterfinal in the top quarter as well. And I think Azarenka to get through and make a semi. I reckon it'll be... Azarenka and probably Svitolina in that second quarter of the draw. And I don't think Serena's getting that far. I think in the third quarter, it's going to be Jennifer Brady getting through against... Uh, sorry, no, uh, Muguruza against... Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It's a little bit more difficult. I reckon yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty open at the bottom there. I'm going to go with maybe... Maybe a Donna Vekic to get through to a quarter there, but I think Muguruza to get through to that semi. And in the final quarter, I think it's going to be Kvitova against Madison Keys. Keys to get through to a semi, but to fall against Muguruza and Hallett to beat Muguruza in the tight three-set final. But guys, that's the French Open. That's our two cents. Um, hopefully we're right. Um, I think all three of us have gone with different winners in the men's and all three of us have gone with the same winner in the women's. But... Look, it's a tournament that we're really looking forward to. COVID aside, I think the draws here are very stacked and there's some really intriguing matchups, more so than what we saw at the US Open. And that was a great tournament. So, guys, I'm really looking forward to spending the next two weeks with you. And, um, uh, Mark, US Open show was good. Are we making another Mankini bet? Well, I think we should. I think we should. There's got to be something on the line here, Val. And obviously, you know, you've got the mankini there. There's no point having it if you're not going to use it, right? So um, we're getting towards summer as well. So it'd be nice and warm out there. So you you look every bit the man that you need to out in the warm weather. So let's uh, let's let's make. I don't know. Let's think of something. And if if, someone, if someone's watching the show, maybe you guys can come up with. Uh, Something for the big Valbowski. Let's see what we can do uh, in terms of... <laughs> <Big, big Valbowski. laughs> uh, let's see if we can get something happening for Val uh, to wear that mankini sometime by the end of this show. 
Okay. All right. No worries. And for the listeners of Breakpoint, we have this bet throughout the US Open show. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to get involved, just tweet us at Breakpoint Pod or comment Facebook Breakpoint Podcast or Instagram Breakpoint Podcast as well. Remember, you can follow the tennis menu as well at the tennis menu on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. It's um, a wonderful website, thetennismenu.com. Remember, you can get the packages, the technical toolkit um, for $99.90 US a month, uh, sorry, US for over a year to cover uh, 600 tennis specific drill videos within the technical toolkit. It's amazing. Annual subscription. Please get around it at thetennismenu.com. Mark Sabullis, the best high performance coach in the business. Thank you very much for being a part of this one and looking forward to spending the next two weeks with, with you, mate. Uh, really good to collaborate with you boys. Obviously, we've done some stuff in the past and uh, it's actually great to have you guys on board with the tennis menu and it's always nice to be part of your show as well. And and uh, hopefully uh, our listeners can benefit from you know not only your your tennis experiences and what you see in terms of uh, the players and the week-to-week battles, but you know, hopefully my tennis mind might be able to open up some doors to what they can think about the game. And, uh, you know, the collaboration is great. We're, we're enjoying it. So hopefully everybody else is as well. Fingers crossed in your tennis mind. If you don't know it about tennis, it's not worth knowing. Mark Sapoulis, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Look, I've pumped up his head that much. He's not going to be up <laughs> the rest of his year. Um, Joel, mate, as usual, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we look forward to you joining us on the tennis menu over the next two weeks and then for our usual podcast breakpoint on every Tuesday. Thank you very much, mate. No, it's a pleasure, Chance. Bring on the French Open. Bring it on. This has been Val Febo, Joel Ferrucci and Mark Sapoulis with you for our first ever joint broadcast, the tennis menu and breakpoint. Been fantastic. We'll join you for the French Open starting this week.